Welcome to episode 60 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGinnis, and joining me on my Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. And this is our spoiler cast episode where Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene, spoiling the fuck out of it for you and future generations. It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs, severed dicks and severed penises and compound fractures. Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships. Uh, we'd just like to thank all the listeners that support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and the YouTube. We love you. We can't do this without you. And we like to shout out to certain individuals that, you know, interact with us on our social medias throughout the weeks, throughout the fortnight. People like Harley Hoffman, Dave Barber, William Chappelle, <laughs> Kevin Patterson, uh, Karen Knight, and The Print Parlor. Thank you very much for interacting with us and just, you know, saying that we're cool or, you know, sending us a dick pic or whatever. Please don't send me dick pics. Yeah, don't send dick pics. <laughs> unless they're like... Unless it's a severed wang. Unless it's like a weird, black mutated chode, <laughs> then, then I'm all over that shit. Um, we have a rating system. Yes, we do. So for those of you playing at home, we've got A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. O, an overrated motherfucker. G is good for its time but is not held up. J, Jen special. The D, Dan special. We've got a W, whatever. Pfft. Uh, we've also got Kesha, a low budget hot mess. C minus, craft is stellar, but I hate the content. And of course, the McConaughey. It's the cream of the crap. It's the fucking fucked. We watched it so you don't have to. It's the living abortion of a film. It's great. And this week, we, <laughs> under my choice, we watched Halloween 2018. Yes, I'm so excited. I- which I'd only seen once quickly, and I realized very quickly that I just couldn't... I, I remembered every scene as it was happening, but I yeah. couldn't remember anything as before it was happening. So, as we're going through this, you'll see that there are no... I have, like, notes in there that I've written, which I'm going to say. Yeah. That totally, like, yeah, of course, that you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, and it gets debunked by the end of the film. That's absolutely fine. Like, I, I, I'm just not even going to pretend this... I, I watch this film regularly. This is one of those, like, I'm folding washing, I'm going to put this on... As just something. Oh, cool. So yeah. I'll just leave then? Yeah. yeah. Let, okay. So, guys, I'm going to do a solo episode today. Ooh. No, no, I'm kidding. All I right. couldn't do it. What um, are its vital statistics? Well, it's directed by David Gordon Green. Screenplay. What, what has he done? I don't know. I didn't look that up. Yeah, right. Why would you tell me? Out of the blue. This is his first foray into the horror genre, though. Oh, okay. Then we don't care what he's done before this. Yeah, exactly. Um, screenplay is also by David Gordon Green, Jeff Bradley, and Danny McBride. I saw his name flying around, but I just went, no, nah, it mustn't be him. It is him. It is Danny McBride. Yeah, right. The Danny McBride. Um, which the is, swearing, we like yeah. comedian Danny McBride. Which brings me joy because I, I mean, I'm not a huge. Like, he's probably. Like, I want to do some fucking horror. <laughs> yeah, That's it. clearly his voice, and he's done a fantastic job. Um, the movie stars Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role as Laurie Strode. Nick Castle, of course, reprises his role as the Shape. Um, it also stars one of my favorites, Judy Greer, and newcomer Andy Matichak. I apologize for butchering your name. Doesn't matter. He doesn't care. No, um, if it's a guy, it's a girl. It's yeah. Allison. Um, I, so, I noticed how it was spelt at the yeah. end. Went, oh, that's a girl. That's a girl. <laughs> uh, budget was between ten to fifteen million dollars, and the box office was two hundred and fifty-five point six million. Okay, so it's a success. It's a success. 
What yeah. is the overall vibe of this film? Do people like this film? Because I, when I was like looking for it, I found really bad reviews. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And I was like, hmm. But I thought know, this was the best of like these remaking remakes. I would say so. But I think a lot of people... So I know certain people who went and saw this film and I'd come out of it and I'm like, I loved it. I thought it was great. Here are my reasoning, blah, 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 blah. I also don't take it too seriously. And all these people that I know were like, oh, yeah, I just didn't like it. Do you have a reason? No. So I think it was just like, it's cool to be... It paid out someone that represented me at the start of the film. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what it is. Like. Quite possibly. I mean, look, if you don't like it, that's that's up, that's on you. You're and miss, I apologize to all future baristas out there because I lay into baristas in this film. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I love it. Fantastic. Um, well, guys... Face your fate. Face Laurie, your fate. I know that's it's kind of it's 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 average. It's average. Uh, Laurie Strode comes to, to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. So that means that her final confrontation. So that means that pretty much the next couple of films are considered this is one gigantic film. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? It's why all not? it's all happening in a very consecutive order. All right, let's get into it. All right, all right. you ready to start? Oh, I'm ready. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, okay, so it. it opens with a Merrimax title mm-hmm. <laughs> and a Blumhouse t- um, t- uh, ad. Now, do they usually work together, those two? No. Because I was like, this jars me. Something's weird here. I see, like, you know. Miramax is like, you know, classic like films. Like a, a standalone film and Blumhouse is their own standalone film. Uh, but, yeah, they've come together, which was really cool because I, not to prattle on too much very quickly and early on, um, uh, Ryan Turek is one of the producers uh, for Blumhouse and he also does a couple of podcasts with a few different horror people that I really, really like. So mm-hmm. we, I got to sort of hear about him sort of like – suggesting that he's going off to do this. And then he was like, yeah, I'm going off to do this. I'm fucking excited. I'm like, yeah, yes. right. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. So we open it with a mental institution. It's got all the shortcomings. It has <laughs> close-ups of stuff happening, people getting ushered around, yep. scary locked doors. It's sad. People are, like, clamoring in the corners. We've got a record player because there's a record player yeah, playing I wrote, classical music. Someone, and I wrote, yeah, someone puts the oldest record player ever on, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Is that how they... Is that trying to like instill the scariness that they haven't got the budget to put in a sound system? But yes. they did. They just choose to play scary <laughs> records. Yeah, it really sets the tone. Um, two people, uh, Aaron and Dana, arrive um, and they are there to... Uh-uh. No. They're lady podcaster and the barista. <laughs> lady podcaster so and the barista. lady podcaster is a, just a young... Like twenty something girl, she looks kind of old. But then you get the barista, which is a podcasting like uh, host. Yeah. And if you imagine what a barista looks like, that is him. He has the beard, the hair, and pretentious. He's a wanker. Yeah, he's a wanker. I don't like him. He's like in it for the listens, the views. Mm-hmm. He and and then like, they also do that thing where they're like, we've made a, a number of like you know. We've reopened some cases and actually had cases reopened and like and I'm like oh, fuck off. You so they're being set up as if they're like serial. Yeah, yeah. 
Which is exactly not like what the I got. breakfast. But no, yeah. no, but cereal or the podcast, which don't listen to some of those episodes while you're walking down the mall, you will cry. Anyhow, lady podcaster and barista are interviewing a doctor who's now taken over from Dr. Loomis. Mm-hmm. And if so, you remember Dr. Loomis from the first film, who has the best monologue that's ever been done in a film. <laughs> Very much so. So, yes, we are introduced to Dr. Sartain. They are there to talk to him and they are there to talk. To, to get a, a interview with Michael Myers. Like, why would you? Number one, I just went, so Michael Myers is in a mental institution. Why would anyone agree to let people, like, he says, oh, you're an audio podcast? You realize he doesn't talk? Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, well, no, we I want mean, everyone goes in there with their own, like, I'm sure there's something that I could do differently to get him to talk. It's fine. Yes. Um, but we discover that Michael is about to be transferred to a new location where he shall live out his whole, like, the rest of his days. Um, Sartain is also Loomis's protege and Michael Myers is his life work. So we are already sort of suggested that Sartain is, he is the new Loomis. And as we know, yeah, Loomis is very Loomis. obsessed. I've called him so. new Loomis the whole way through. <laughs> that uh, is fair. So we get our, um, they get introduced to Michael Myers. He's in a, uh, outside in like a kind of an open like area yeah. with a whole bunch of other patients. They are chained up in like a five meter square. It's cool. This look, this visually was very it, Visually it was very cool, mm. but like actually, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do this. No. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't do anything while you're chained up. Also, what I like to point out is that they had a square around them. Mm-hmm. So there was an obvious point where they couldn't reach them. So you had to stay outside of the square. Yeah. But they were chained up. Theoretically, they would go in a circle then. There should have been a circle because <laughs> there would be bits of the square then. If he can reach the corner of the square, he can reach outside of the square. That's true. If he has a circular <laughs> And as we've discovered, it is hip to be square. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So just putting, pointing that out there, Um, you know. David Gordon Green. Danny McBride. Like Daddy McBride, you <laughs> fucking amateur. Squares and chains don't work. <laughs> the circle gets the square, guys. Anyhow, he's pinned into the middle. He's yeah. Michael Myers. He's not looking at the camera. He doesn't have his mask on. No. So uh, Dr. Sartain introduces Michael to the to to these uh, podcasters. Baristas. We never see his face. And then um, barista podcaster, he starts talking. He's got questions. He's like, I, you know, he wants to know about the night in question. He wants to know if he's got any guilt. There is nothing. He's getting nothing, which is exactly what we knew he was going to get. Of course, he reaches into his bag. And this he is pulls him talking out. to Michael Myers. Yes. He's like, Michael, Michael, talk to me, Michael. <laughs> the like, way he's doing is like, do you have any regrets about that night, Michael? Do you need a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Flat white, please. Um, and he pulls in, he reaches into his bag, and of course, he pulls out Michael William Shatner's face. He does, Captain Kirk mask. Um, and of oh, course, we should say that in case people don't know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. So the original Halloween mask was, if you don't know this fun fact, um, yeah, but some people might not, was Captain Kirk's Star Trek mask that they got. They painted white and they hollowed out the eyes mm. a little bit, which is really cool. Yeah, I so it's that. always William Shatner is the killer. Pretty much. So we see Michael turn ever so slightly. and I don't think he moved at all. He did. He, he had that. It was a very small turn because then the barista starts talking. He's like, you feel it, don't you? Yeah. You feel the mask. And then, of course, the energy changes and all the inmates start to react. They'll go ape shit. The dogs start barking. There is a lot of big dick energy in the air. And then, of course, the alarm goes off. While this is all happening, so everything is starting to get, like, heavy. The music's getting louder. It's getting more intense. And then, of course, this is pissing off the barista. And he's like, say something. Say something. Say something. 
And then there's a Eddie yells his loudest say something. There is just a hard cut. Yeah. To opening credits. I was like, say something, bang! Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. It's oh. opening to the hard cut to the opening credits and the sweet Halloween music. Yes, which has been redone for a more modern feel and I love it. Yeah, it's a great version of it. Although it doesn't feel too modern. It just feels no. like, you're just like, the Halloween music. Yeah. And then I, I didn't even think that it was like redone. Yeah, it's been redone. Uh, James Cameron and his son redid it, which is really cool. Um, so we get this, you know, the, the pumpkin has obviously, it, it, re, it re-comes alive. Yeah, we've got a shot. So the whole opening credits is just like a shot of a, a mashed up dead jack-o'-lantern. Mm. And as the credits go with the Halloween music, it just is slowly played in reverse and it's coming back to life. As yeah. in like from being mouldy. Yeah. As in like probably sitting there for like a month or whatever. And as it comes up, it's like, this is very cool. We yeah. have to like give it a bit of vibe. Um, we can see, I don't know if this is a thing, but it's like that Michael's head and the knife is in the eye. Yeah. So, yeah, it's zooming in closer and closer. The lights are fading out, so it's only the eye and the nose of the jack-o'-lantern, and that like kind of represents yep. like loosely And Ma- this Michael's whole face. sequence is a homage to the original film. Which also just had the pumpkin. I think it was going in reverse, wasn't yeah. it? The other way, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the pretentious podcasters, they decide mm-hmm. after that, that cuts back to them, they're like, let's go visit Laurie Strode. Because, mm-hmm. so, you know. So they're driving at, at down. At facility. Yes. So they're, they're driving down this, like, no, like, very lovely highway. There's trees and everything. He's narrating, like, a huge wanker into his, like, recording device. Um, he does sound like a complete dickhead. And, of course, they finally pull over on the side of the road. We get this huge, like, fence uh, gate and no trespasses. Um, Dana, of course, hands him a stack of money and he scoffs at her. He's just like, He's, um, I'm the barista. I will what get is it here this? now. She's like, well, this might help. So A, they've not made an appointment. They've just fucking rocked up yeah, at her house. Who That's come? fucking rude. I know. Don't um, do that. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that I was just like, this, mm, this is maybe why that, uh, people don't like the film is because of these characters. Anyway, maybe. They talked to her on the intercom. She's like, fuck off. And they're yeah. like, we got 3,000. She's like, come on in. Yeah, the basically gate, that's gate it. just opens. Uh, they, they sit down. Like, like, we get introduced to Laurie now. She's mm-hmm. older, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah, so we get this really cool, like, the exterior of the house. So it's completely rigged with security camera, cameras, floodlights. Um, and then. As they knock on the door, she's basically unlocking like 10 locks and she's got this fucking heavy bar. Mm. And as we see her for the first time, she's not changed. She's just gotten older. So she's wearing pretty much the same outfit she wore in the very first film. Oh, really? Her hair is exactly the same. The colors have changed. But yeah, the concept is still there. Hair is the same. She's just got glasses. She looks old in this. Jamie Lee Curtis, I know, is an older woman, doesn't look old. She looks old in this film. They've made her look a little bit older, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, they start in, uh, you know, she's kind of standoffish. She's like, yeah, and they start like, we're a podcast, well, blah, 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 blah. They wank on about themselves. They mm-hmm. pull, pull their own dicks. And they start asking her questions. And basically, they just ask her questions straight away that you clearly she's going to go, fuck off. It's get out. rude. Yeah, it's such bad like podcasting. There's like- no like... There's no like easing into it, tell you us your story or anything. The they just yeah. ask her flat out trigger questions straight yes. away, so they, like, instantly. And I was like, now. Nah. Yeah. So we they set up the fact that she's twice divorced. She is she's a little bit of a basket case. She has a daughter. Her daughter was taken away from her when the kid was twelve. Um, and of course she's like, but you already knew all that. Why are you asking me? And then she starts talking about the boogeyman. And of course he doesn't believe in the boogeyman. He believes in Michael Myers' story and serial killer. Wank, but wank, wank, he wank, does wank. believe in the boogeyman because he thought the mask was magical in the last yeah. scene. 
Yeah, he plays into and it. And he a also bit. believes that squares and circles are the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she basically they run through this the, the remainder of the conversation. She's basically had enough. She gets up, opens the door, and she's like, I will take my payment, thank you. And they're like, fuck off. And they get basically don't get shit for their three K and I'm love it. Yes. Um, also, like the barista wants Laurie to go speak to Michael Myers yeah, for some reason. Yeah, he's kind of like, well, we should all just, just go together, go have a quick chat. We want to see what happens. That's great. No care about her mental health or well-being, but that's fine. So Done. we cut to a cupboard door opening and we are introduced to Ray, who is one of my favorite ca- characters in this film. He's setting mousetraps. That, that yeah. is dad. Um, Mum. Karen, played by Judy Greer. I called her mum. Yep. She's cooking breakfast and Alison, the daughter, comes downstairs for said breakfast. So um, we just made, let's make this easy for everyone. So the mum is the daughter of Laurie. Laurie. Yep. And Alison is the granddaughter of Laurie. And the dad has nothing to do with anyone. He's just... He's the, there. He's a little bit of comic com, comic relief because he's just this genuinely nice guy. He's setting mousetraps. It snaps. And he's like, oh, man, I got peanut butter on my penis. And he's just like, he's just there to have some fun. And Why I Why did like he that. say that? Because he had pants on. Yeah, but it got it on his pants. I would say pants. Right I, I would never crutch. say like penis if in it wasn't directly daughter. on my penis either. <laughs> And why did I have my penis out in front of my daughter? I don't I, even it's know. It's so strange. I don't um, think he has pants on in that scene. I need to pull them down. We just can't see him. <laughs> He's just there for the penis. Um, they start having just the family conversation. They're talking about like Allison's got honor roll. They're having a celebration. They're going to meet the boyfriend, Cameron. You know, they're all very excited. And then Allison asks Karen about whether or not she's invited the grandmother. So we. Lori. Laurie, Laurie. So we understand that they and the mum lies. Their relationship blatantly. is shitty. So she lies and she's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah I, uh, yeah, I talk." I like the blank stare before she's like, "Yep, no, I did talk to her. She's not coming." And uh, and uh, and that's, that's uh, Alison knows it's July. They cut. She starts to go to school. She meets up with her two of her friends, which is a girl, Vicky, <laughs> and a guy, and Dave. <laughs> Vicky and Dave. Dave is like the, uh, he's, the he's the stoner he's of the, the movie. He's the delinquent. Yes, they're, they're oh, he's wh- a nice guy though. He's he, not like a no. He is very lovely. So this is also a very big homage to the original film with the three new kids walking to work. Uh, work school the same way that Laurie and her friends walked oh, to school. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's Halloween that yep. night. Like, oh, perfect time to exactly. move Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. So they, they start having this interaction about, like, just the trauma that, you know, the, her whole family's gone through and, you know, maybe you should just skip Halloween, just put up a Christmas tree, move on, don't worry about it. And it, it's just very awkward. But I do like that they play on the whole Michael Myers isn't he the brother? No, no, no. That was just something that people made up, which yeah. sort of was that in one of the other ones? Like, did yes. they do that? Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. So they kind of you are was using reported wrong yeah, this whatever. movie to get rid of all the other movies in the franchise because this theoretically is just the second film. Yes, this yeah. is like, you don't count any other Halloween. There is the first film has happened, and then this one, and I love that coming. Yeah. So that's like because like James Cameron. Well, he was all like, no, it was supposed to be its own fi- single film. And mm. then he kind of like didn't really get into it. And they've just gone, well, let's just not count any of those other films. Let's just yep. go from there. And like, we're rebooting it. And we, we can make it that it was a trilogy now, but we're counting it as if this is where it would have been a trilogy if Cameron wanted to do a trilogy mm-hmm. or some shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He has nothing to do with it, does he? John Carpenter. Oh, Ca- Carpenter, not Cameron. Yeah. Um, He produces. 
I saw the word Cameron because the camera's the name of the boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Um, so, you know, they're, they're having this conversation. They're setting it up. So Dave lights a joint. They continue talking. He defends no, him. He's like, hey, do you guys mind if I explode this jack-o'-lantern? And he just lights a bomb that explodes. Yeah. And it's done. Yeah. Done. Uh, next one, we cut to, uh, what did we go? A dinner? No, we we are now introduced to Cameron. He slams a locker door shut and he's like, boo, scared you. You know, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I know, I know right here in my notes. I hate him instantly. Yeah. I don't like him. He's a bit of a dickhead. He needs a punch. His character is useless in the film as well. He is. I'm hoping that he kind of redeems himself for the second one. Um, they talk about their Halloween costumes for the big Halloween party that's happening that Some bullshit dance party. Um, of course there is. There's always a Halloween dance exactly. party. And they are interrupted by the delightfully playful shenanigans of Oscar, um, their mate, so, who yeah. is just, he's there. It, yeah, he's kind of like the jokester, prankster, mate. He is, he's not overweight, but he, no. but he's like, he's a, a, a bit of a tubby boy. It's, it's weird. Like, it's, he's supposed to be that, he's you know. He's stocky, yeah. He's like the jokester guy that hides behind humour. Yeah. yeah. So he's the one who's got, like, obviously Cameron is meant to be a good-looking guy. So he's, like, he's his mate. L- living in the shadows. Anyway. That's fine. We cut to class and we get another another nod to the Halloween original. Um, Alison is sitting there. And she's looking out the window, very similar to the way Laurie did. Um, and instead of seeing Michael outside, she sees Laurie standing outside at the window. And fun quick fact, PJ Souls, even though she's not seen, who played uh, one of the characters in the original, is the teacher. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so, yeah, that she goes out, meets Laurie. She's like, hey, Grandma, what's happening? She goes, here's $3,000. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want this. Yeah, she's like, uh, she's like, use it for whatever your heart desires. No, just pay for college. They have another conversation. It's... it's a lot of trauma talk is happening yeah, throughout this film. It's affected the whole family dynamic. And she's like, you just got to get over it. And she's like, okay, I'll get over it. And then we cut to her in her backyard. This is Laura, yeah. Just shooting fucking... She's going ham on some mannequins with yeah. some guns so in a shooting range. She's got her own shooting range. So she's shooting guns. She's cleaning guns. She's... Gunning. She's, yeah, she's having a gunner of a time. Um... We are um, now cut back to Aaron and Dana. They are listening back to their tapes. Yeah, it's kind of like, so I just did this in one sentence. It's the shots of the podcasters making their podcast overplayed uh, with pictures of Michael Myers and the other, like, uh, uh, what are they called? Inmates getting into a bus and getting ready to be trans- like, yeah, transferred so to the big... new facility. Because obviously going with a whole bunch of other people as well. They... Yeah, all these other inmates. Um, dumb. So we think that we were going to miss out on a Loomis monologue. No, because we get a huge recording of a Loomis monologue over this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, yeah, the old Loomis. Yeah. yeah. Loomis vibes. Um, then we cut to... Because yeah, the, the podcasters are listening to Loomis's old stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to the fam. Oh, here we go. We got the family dinner. So we have like mum, dad... Allison and Cameron, they're yep. at some place. They're yep. having dinner. They're having a good they're old time. They're meeting Cameron for the first time. They're all getting along. Ray's talking about how he used to trip balls with Cameron's dad. Um, and then they start talking about the Halloween dance. And they're like, oh, well, we've got our costumes. We're going as Bonnie and Clyde. And he's like, but. And she's like, no, don't say anything. And he's like, okay. It's all inconsequential it's all, to the story. No. Um, all of a sudden, it. she's like, hey, did you invite grandma? And she's like, yeah, I did, but she said no. Yeah, we no, had a then, really good talk on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Didn't. And then bang, Laurie rocks up. <laughs> and she's like, hey, how are you going? And she's trying real hard to be a normal person. She is. It's actually pretty sad this scene, I thought. She she really goes for that that wine on the table as well. She scales a glass of wine. Yeah. She, she sits 
down. She causes a scene. She starts crying. Then she bails. It's it just like, hard. oh, God. It's very hard as well. Um, of course, she was Allison, trying to. She was just trying to be good to the daughter, she but she was. just can't. Her life's too too fucked. She's like, she can't not think about it. Yeah. Like she just tried for like one night to not think about it, and it shows that. And I thought, fuck, that's fucked. Yeah, it is hard. Um, of course, you know, she Laurie, runs out. Laurie leaves. Well, yeah, we get this brief scene of Allison comforting her. Laurie leaves, and then Karen releases her childhood to Allison. She's like, I learned to shoot a gun when I was this eight. Is the mum, yeah. I learned how to fight. I had nightmares about the basement. Social services came when I was 12 and took me away. She's basically, she uh, she like military chained her child from birth. Yep. To, like, to be basically like, uh, what are those like, like terrorist organizations that yep. reminded me of. The and militia. so then the, the mum, the, yeah, the authorities came and took her away. So, so the mum has all this training, but she's like, fuck that shit. Yes. There so ain't she- no reason for me to get caught. She just hates her mum, grandma. Lori. Yeah, so there's a lot of like family tension and trauma and all this shit and it, it is hard at times, but that doesn't matter because we cut to a father and son having a lovely conversation in a car about the young lad being sad that he's missing his dance class. Yeah, so it's a little it's um yeah. They're going out hunting, and basically what I got from this scene is that the son likes dancing and not hunting. But well, the, it, it's, it's trying to – it's I don't know why the scene's even in here. Well, the scene it's, is there, so the dad's, like, taking him out hunting because he's going to be a man. No yeah, man and dances. And into dancing, yeah. Yeah, that's and fine. And I don't know if they were trying to imply that the son was gay. Quite or possibly. But or not, but it doesn't matter. Because yeah. there's a bunch of inmates all over the road, and the bus with Michael Myers – has crashed. Uh-oh. Of course it has. So the family stops. Dad gets out and he goes, I'm going to go fucking check some shit out. You stay here or some shit. You call the police. Yeah, so you the call the police. That's the cops. it. Um, of course, he's he's on the phone. Yeah, this is this is dumb. He calls 911 and their response is, go look, see, well, yeah. go out of the car. There's a bunch of like crash things. Go out and look for shit. But he gets out of the car with his gun. Fine. But he leaves the phone behind. He doesn't hang out. He just no, leaves no one, the one phone. wouldn't say go out. You're no. a child. Go and find shit. No. So work the out what's out. going on. Yeah, and then doesn't bring the phone to even tell them what's going on. Like, no. oh, yeah, it's a bad thing. So he's having a wander around, and of course he makes his way onto the bus, and uh, Sartain pops his head up, and he's like, "I'm injured. Don't shoot!" And he shoots him straight yeah. away, which I thought was pretty. So Sartain funny. is the new doctor, new yep. Loomis. Yep. So the kid runs. He jumps back into the front of the car. Now he also finds a he finds a hurt cop. It's dead. Oh a yeah. Half, half but hurt the cops, cop. The cop's not dead. He grabs his yeah, leg. Yeah. Freaks him out. So, so he, he's fine. So he realizes that shit's going down. Yeah. Yeah. So he jumps back in the car, starts the ignition, but Michael pops up from behind the back of the seat, grabs him by the neck, smacks his head into the window. This is quite a young kid as well. We're looking just, like thirteen. Yeah, twelve, thirteen. Snaps his neck and he's dead. Yeah. Cool. Dumb. So the first person Michael Myers kills in the film. Is a child. Yep. Oh, no. No, yeah, because he didn't yeah. kill the cop, did he? No. Why no. didn't he kill the cop? I have my theories about this. Or maybe the cop like, was just wounded and crawled out and he didn't notice him. Quite possibly. He's on a mission. He doesn't care about all these other bozos. It's fine. So some cops. Now, now we see some more cops rock up at the crash, you know, cannon fodder cops as mm-hmm. they are in films. The cops find the doctor, as mm-hmm. in New Loomis, and he's like, did he escape? And, um... Cop the who? And that's yes. the end of that. What's going on? <laughs> Title card. October 31st. Yes. It's Halloween. The best time to move Michael Myers. <laughs> so we get another nod to the original film as in a cemetery uh, with the cemetery keeper walking Aaron and Dana through the plot. Who are the podcasters? Um, who are the podcasters? They're visiting Judith Myers' grave. 
And it, he. So that's Jason's. That's Michael's. My, I'm going to call him Jason the whole way fine. through. Sister that he killed in the yeah, original. Yeah, in POV. Yep. And we yes. got to see her boobies. We did see boobies, yes. Um, he's in front of there and he starts monologuing about the the death in the murder in full detail. He's monologuing he's, to the grave. Yeah. Like, uh, but, thing- but knowing he's being recorded. And I'm yeah. like, you're, you're a toss, but this is why. This is why young people don't like this film because it reminds of how fucking like arrogant and ridiculous <laughs> they are. Quite possibly, of course. Michael is in the background hiding behind a, t- a tree, very similar to the hedge that he hid it's behind. It's like the worst hiding in the world. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen One Piece? There's like a character who I tries. Don't fucking watch One Piece. There's a character. that's a little like. It's a little. You probably know. It's like a little reindeer or whatever. Chopper. And, yeah. Yeah. He, he chopper. tries to hide behind. You know, he, he's shy and he hides behind like doorways, but he does it the wrong way. So his <laughs> his body's out and his head's and they're like, it's the wrong way. Yeah. And um, it's really strange. But that's what this reminded me of. Jason is just standing there. I mean, Michael's My- just standing there in like full view, and you just can't see the top of his head because yeah. it's covered by a branch. Like, yeah. We can all see you. We can see his legs because we- he's in a full white outfit. He's in a full white <laughs> outfit. He's like, he's he's rocking it. Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of that chapter. We get the cops now at the hospital. Sartain is still uh, unconscious. Um, and he's like, dude, I need a rundown. Um, so they, they go through the list. Michael Myers was on the bus and to 40 years ago to this day, he's now escaped. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're going to have a circus on our hands. Yeah, because this is kind of a ranger dude who's not he much is- in the movie. He's got like a big ranger hat he and does. all that. And he basically says what I was thinking, which I thought was great. He's like, what up? They moved Michael Myers on Halloween. Yeah. He got out 40 years to the day <laughs> that he killed his sister. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm like, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least someone mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> so that that and that straight away just like just poofs away all those problems I have at the start of the film. Is it and a character acknowledges how dumb that is. Yeah, and I love it's, that. It's super dumb, but that's and okay. And now we cut back to the podcasters. They've uh, they've rocked up at a petrol station. Yeah. Um. You know they're on their way home. They didn't get shit. No. Fucking idiots. The whole trip's been a bust. It's cost them about four four grand. Oh um, yeah, at, at least. So. Lady- filling up the car. She heads to the bathroom, which, of course, is like every service station bathroom. It is disgusting. So she finds the toilet that is the least gross and she does We whatever. also see, um, I think as the podcaster lady is going into the toilet, we see Michael yes. killing someone really a couple of frames in the background, yes. like a mechanic, which I, I was like, I, I Yep. And now the lady good. goes in and st- into the dunny and starts... Mm. <laughs> Doing some fucking steamers, <laughs> which I assume that's what women do in the toilet. Women don't poop down. Oh, right shit. What talking about? Um, um, Michael comes in and he he's does. like, is this the ladies? <laughs> Michael comes in, tries all the doors, and he's like, mm, that toilet's not good. No. I don't want to murder in that like, one. No, that's uh, I'm going to get hepatitis mur- in this one. Um, of course, he reaches her door and he starts shaking the door. And she's like, excuse me, this is somebody's in here. It's fine. Um, Aaron goes to pay at the attendant, but we see the attendant's face has been absolutely fucking yeah, smashed jaw, into yeah, his the jaw has been pulled off, which I like that. Yeah, but this is good. There is a lot of this in this film where you don't get to see, you see yeah. a lot of just the, uh, the, the aftermath of the mm-hmm. death. So but you can only know. imagine like, okay, his jaw got pulled off yeah. by, Well, by his some, face would have been slammed against the, the desk. Heard that. I don't know. So many times. And oh, the Brewster finds a, a plethora of bodies. He finds a mechanic out the back who's got no clothes on. No. 
And he's like, oh, that's right. So obviously now Jason, um, Michael, ha- oh my God. <laughs> Michael, um, these are serial killers that just have the most boring names. I always get them confused. Yeah, that's fine. Freddie's the only one I won't fuck up because that's just an easy one to remember. But yeah. Jason, Michael, Bob, Larry, Brian, all those are serial <laughs> oh, oh, killers. Oh, Brian. Brian. He's a real He's a doozy of a... Bevan. <laughs> uh, Bevan, the zero girl, slasher. Anyhow, the barista... Um, What was I fucking saying? <laughs> so he, he, he finds the dead body. A whole bunch of dead people. He finds the mechanic who's stripped. And of course, this is where... It, Michael know, obtains his... Uh, his and I like this next scene. His out, uh, attire. Because Michael, rather than just kicking down the door, he's kind of playing with her. And he reaches over and... He's back just, in the dunny. Back in the toilet, yep. And he just drops a handful of teeth at this, her feet. This is what I don't understand about Michael Myers. Is that, like, he says nothing. He's just pure evil. Yeah, he still has time to uh, hatch ridiculous plans to scare people. Yeah. Like, he always hangs people up for later. Because yeah. I know later, most probably, someone's going to walk into this cupboard and I'll make this body fall down. It'll be heaps funny. <laughs> Trick or treat. <laughs> Trick. See, he's all about the tricks. He's all about the Halloween. She, of course, panics. She, like, starts crawling under the, the stalls. In, she fucking hits her head on the toilet. That's terrible. Um, He, like, bursts in. There's a huge struggle. Wait, he bursts in? Yeah, Michael, he bursts into the, the oh, two, yeah, yeah, picks yeah. her up. Uh, he starts bashing. Um, Sorry, Aaron bursts in. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron bursts in. Aaron, the podcaster, bursts in with a fucking crowbar in That's hand. That's right. And, and got, then, of course, they start to struggle. He gets a couple of hits in on Michael, but like Michael is, you know, he's, he's having human. none of it. So he just grabs his by the head and starts bashing his head against the doors. He uses the barista as a battering ram to get the girl out, which Pretty I was like, I, This but, is where I had a problem, though. So she... I like her character. Like, I know she's a bit of a wanky podcaster. No, but she wasn't wanky. She it was, was only the barista. She was a delight. And he basically, we see him pick her up and he snaps her neck over the toilet stall. Yeah. Which is, oh, a, what happened? is a cool death. Yeah. But he kind of just leaves. The barista. Leaving the barista just bleeding in the corner. And I'm like, if anyone deserved a fucking death, it was him. Maybe he, his neck was broken or some shit. Who mm-hmm. cares? Um, yeah, so he breaks get- the po- lady podcaster's neck. They're out. They're done. I'm like, cool. Let's get on with the story. It's true. We get this really cool slow motion boot of the car lifts and Michael reclaims his mask he's wi- and he puts it on. He finally becomes the wi- boot and he's Michael Myers again. He's William Shatner again. He's the shape. He's the sh- Is that what he's called? The shape? That was what he was called in the original. Oh, I didn't know that. That was what he was credited as in the original and he's credited as that in this one. That's right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, Laurie, uh, obviously, cut Laurie at her house. She's watching the news and, ah, what do you know? The bus has crashed. Shit. Shit. Of course it has. On Halloween. She 40 bolts. dates, 40 years <laughs> to the day that murdered <laughs> someone else. She bolts the doors. She prepares a bunch of weapons. And she, of course, we see her use a remote control, which moves her whole kitchen counter to reveal the basement. And she heads in. I like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, that's fucking that's sick. That's a good fucking cue. Do you realize, I think I, I wrote in my notes here, at this point in the film, which isn't far into it, he's already killed more people than the first film. Yeah. Which is wicked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I need those body counts. I hope by the end of this, like end of this trilogy, this new trilogy, he becomes a um, like a supernatural beast. Yeah. Because I just want it a bit more out of than just a dude killing people. I yeah. want a Jason. I want a Freddy. He's but in I the mean, same. He's in the ballpark. He, like, well, he really is. And I mean, look at. I mean, I not to delve too far off of this and into the Halloween Kills trailer, but 
she mentions it. She's like, no one could survive that. He's transcending. And I'm like, yeah. hell yeah. But also, like, some of the deaths that we already got to see in the trailer. Please. Yes. Yes. Um, so, Laurie, uh, <laughs> this is so good. Laurie rocks up at uh, the mum's house, toting a gun, well, no, waving a fuck. This is cool. Because so she's waving a gun in a different scene. But Karen arrives home to find the back door open. No one's around. She's like, hello, is anyone home? Ray, of course, heads in. He's been outside pruning the roses or whatever. And Laurie literally jumps out. She's like, gotcha. And she's just like, pointing a gun. And You're both dead. He's like, what the fuck are you doing know, in she, our house? She handled this really badly. All she says to them, instead of going, I saw the news. Yep. They reported Michael Myers has escaped. Mm. All she says is, the bus crashed. Yeah. The bus crashed. And they're like, get the fuck She's out. She's like, anybody can get into your house. You're already dead. Like, yeah. what the fuck? The bus crashed. And, she, and the mum uh, is like, what bus? Like, my, Explain. Yeah. She's You're like, the one that's fucking this up now, Laurie. She's like, but I got a plan. I have a plan. You need to come with me. I have a plan. She's like, no, get the fuck out of my house. You crazy old lady. And now we cut. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And then it's now it's nighttime. Halloween's happening. Trick or treating is thing. We get the long shot, the famous long shot that was in the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a bit longer this this version, obviously. Yep. Uh, we get like a, a kind of a, a over the shoulder follow long shot of just Michael walking around because mm-hmm. he's like it's Halloween. No one's going to look twice no. at William Shatner. <laughs> The mechanic. <laughs> so he runs into a couple of kids and then he notices like a driveway. Someone's come out of their shed. The shed is open. Well, that's a great opportunity. So he goes down the driveway. This is all follow shots. He walks Steady in. Cam. He picks up a hammer, walks into the house. And of course, the woman has just finished making a sandwich with a giant fucking kitchen knife because that's how you make sandwiches. Um, he, cam- he hammer kills her. He bludgeons her to death camera. off camera. Yep, picks up, up the knife. I call it a knife upgrade. Yep. He, he upgrades to his, his, uh, his knife. His signature weapon. He walks in, sees a baby. Nope. Nope. Don't want to kill a baby. He they're, does not. They're boring. Yep, that's right. I prefer 13-year-olds. Right. You don't from, kill babies. Um, and then he uh, then he walks and kills a lady with a knife. He kind of walks. We see this, this shot is full of marvellous shots. Yes. Um, it's hard to explain it. We're not going to. You just have to watch this scene. Mm-hmm. It's a long shot. It does all sorts of different like techniques. It has bits where he walks off from the camera. We see yep. shadows of him doing, coming back up to the camera from around the back of a house and killing people. Mm-hmm. It, it's really hard to explain. It's really cool. And we get, but so it, I'll find this clip on YouTube, obviously, and I will post it because everyone should. This is just, this is phenomenal filmmaking right here yeah. as well. And I think like, because then the, the couple of deaths that we do, we get one death on screen and it's like he just walks up behind a woman and just straight stabs her from straight behind. through the throat and which looks really cool um but yeah like i'm sure this this scene is definitely somewhere that i will will uh, it definitely it. is and it also it's a really good scene as it shows the non-planning nature of michael myers yeah um even though he does plan things this but, isn't... That, but he is just walking through and he's just finding opportunities to yeah. kill people he's because he's kind of like he's walking and he looks around and then he just says oh look at that i'll go over there yeah and from that he's kind of like a stream of consciousness of how he works and he's just like oh look there's a door open i'll mm-hmm. go in there's a person i have a hammer in my hand kill mm-hmm. oh look a better knife I'm gonna get that knife. There's a baby. Nah, later. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wait. We don't. We don't touch babies. There's rules. There's rules. Um. Yeah. I really like this. And of course, so this is happening. This goes on for a little bit. It's really cool. And then we cut to Bonnie and Clyde, 
at the Halloween party. Uh, 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 it's a thumping like techno disco. It is. Now, Alison and Cameron have gone as Bonnie and Clyde, but a gender, gender swap. Yep. So he is Bonnie and she is Clyde. That's great. Um, This is, yes. They're at the party for a while. She, we, gets she a- walks away. She comes back. She sees Cameron um, kissing another tiger lady. Yep. A girl dressed up as a tiger. Gets busted by us and she has a hissy fit. Um, Cameron, like, instead of, like, going, I'm sorry or whatever, he makes a half-assed excuse. Then he does the role reversal of getting angry at her yeah. for busting him. Mm-hmm. Steals her phone and throws it in some custard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, custard. <laughs> Why is there custard? I don't know. Why is there a bowl of custard? Just I do like custard. There. Who doesn't I, like custard? I wouldn't mind a bowl of custard. But, yeah, custard. it is a weird... Throws it and she's like, great, great. Great, yep. you're a fuckhead. You're the, you've just proven that you're the fuckiest fuck that ever fucked her head. <laughs> and, um, so she bails. It's true. Now, you were so excited to talk about this that you forgot a scene. Oh, did I? That is kind of integral um, because she leaves the party initially to talk on the phone to Vicky. Vicky is the one uh, of the girls I've, from the beginning that they were walking to school with. Oh, yeah, I've actually put that in in the wrong order. Her and Dave. Um, and so she's babysitting. She's not at the party. She's babysitting. They're just sort of talking and they're going to hook up later. Once the party's done, they're going to come over to the kid's house that she's babysitting and they're going to smoke And smoke the weed. devil's lettuce. Now, <laughs> this is where we are introduced to the best character is it the kid? in the film, Julian, the little boy that he's... That she is babysitting. He yeah, is adorable. He's got sass talk. He is sassy. He's, he's just like, like, yeah, you, 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 you used to be my favorite babysitter, like, but not anymore. No. If any other kid, you'd be reading a story. I wouldn't be sitting here like clipping my manky toenails. Nasty ass toenails. This kid is the best kid ever. Um, so we introduced to him and we uh, sort of set the scene for, well, something's going to go down. He goes to bed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then Blondie's boyfriend rocks up, uh, mm-hmm. the wet devil's lettuce boy. Dave rocks up, which is so funny because he's like, oh, I got a tattoo. And he shows her this like pissy little fucking hand poke tattoo. And she's like, oh, man, you're going to get like dry humps. So and I'll be tonight. like, no, I want, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to go home with the bluest of the balls. <laughs> yeah. And the, it's uh, the crappiest tattoo. Yep. Of course, um, Julian had gone to bed. Um he comes running down the stairs. He's freaked out. He's like, there's a band, there's a band, in, my, like, there's a band in my bedroom. The booger man's in the house. The booger man. She's like, nah, come on. Like, we're going back to bed. It's fine. Um, Dave is. goes outside. She goes upstairs with Julian. She's walking around the room. She kind of scares him a little bit. She's like, oh, no, Mr. Man, please leave. And, you know, it's fine. He walks into the doorway. We cut to Dave outside smoking. He notices that the garage door has been left open. Um, and then he goes in and for some reason he decides that it's a good idea to sit on someone else's motorcycle, and turn it on, start revving it and then go, oh shit, I'm not that strong. But he's smoking it. the devil's lettuce. He makes rash decisions That's that are silly. So I do always, I would never sit on a motorbike and turn it on because I, I just feel it would just go wound or wheelie on me. Yeah, probably. Also, <laughs> Buck me off like a fucking bull. It's not my property. So, you know. But he's smoking weed. So That's right. We cut back inside and... Um, Julian's like, can you close the closet door? And she's like, okay. So she goes over. She can't close the door. Won't shut. Why? Uh Uh-oh. She opens the door. Michael is standing there. Julian's just like, oh, shit. (laughs) He gets up (laughs) and he fucking bolts. He he fucking legs it. This is great. Michael Michael jumps out, stabs her up. Stabs her up. She, of course, goes trying to run out the room. She slips. Her socks are slippery. Fucking socks. She goes down. He drags her back into the room. And kills her off screen. Yep. That's <laughs> oh, oh. Of course, Laurie 
is listening. Laurie's driving through the neighborhood. Frank, the cop, is driving through the na- neighborhood. So, yeah, they're, they're all sus now. The cops know that Michael's yeah. in this community. Uh, they're looking around with their fucking papers. Where the fuck is Michael? Exactly. And Laurie's looking around. Police scanning. Both get a call f- on the scanner for a domestic disturbance. Uh, disturbance I don't know who called that. It I thought. I it thought it just been the neighbors. I thought the uh, the weed dude did it. I but no, no, no. It would have. It could have been Julian, or it was one of the neighbors just, just hearing a bunch of screaming. Hearing a bunch of like shit. Go- you know, yep. Laurie um hears it on the police scanner, and she drives to the house as well. So now we got Laurie en route, cop mm-hmm. en route to mm-hmm. house with Michael. Yep. So and the, babysitters and kids and weeds. That's right. So weeds. the cop rocks up. Um, he's. You know, he's skulking, he's looking around the house. He's, you know, he's inside. No one's home. This is where Apparently. Laurie rocks up, like, waving a fucking gun going, get back inside. There's a maniac out here. It's me. It's me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, so he heads upstairs into Julian's room and he sees that there is something covered with a sheet. Um, he Spoiler, over. it's Blondie. She's dead. That's right. Um, it's and then done. Bu- and then behind him is boyfriend, Weed's McBoyfriend, pinned to the wall. And I'm like, we didn't even see him die. No, he was actually downstairs pinned to a wall, but that's okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm like, do you reckon they did that scene and cut it out because it just I'd didn't work? I'd say it would be a deleted scene. And we see on his arm his sweet tattoo, which is that date. The date. And I'm like, but what was it the date of? Was it the date that you finally got dry humped? Because Yeah, like I don't I, understand because so we remember this night forever. And I'm like... Were you supposed to have sex? Yeah, I don't know. It's Lose so your virginity strange. for the first time? Why would you just get it? And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. It's the Halloween date. Yep. Of it- course, Laurie is outside. She looks up at the window. We see the cop in one room, Michael in the other. She just immediately takes a shot. But Michael's smarter than that because he's standing in, p- in front pop- of a mirror. In front of a mirror. So she shoots the reflection. And of course, he comes walking out a step just right past the room with the cop down the stairs. That's it. We're done. But no, Laurie chases him. Yeah. Shoots him in the shoulder. She gets a couple of shots in. She's, Shru- he she's shrugs it off. Yeah. He shrugs it off. He's like, I'm fucking Michael Myers. Now fuck off. That's I'm right. Keep, I'm going I'm to keep walking. No one's going to stop me. The rest <laughs> of the police rock up and the doctor slash expert. Uh-huh. He's now turned into the expert. Yes, he has. So Dr. Um, New Loomis expert. And he informs us that Michael was dormant and now he's awake. And <laughs> all he can do is just kill and kill. Yeah, the doctor basically starts ranting film facts at this point. Did you notice that? There was actually like an actual, that's just a film fact. (laughs) I can't remember what the film fact was. It was like, it was just an actual just fact about like, I was like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, whatever. Move the story along. Of course, Laurie rocks in. She's like, what the fuck are you, like, you guys are just standing here doing nothing. You got to, you got to find him. My granddaughter, you got to, you got to fucking do something. And of course, Sartain is just like, (gasps) Laurie Strode. Oh, yes. And he's in awe. Like, he's awestruck of her and he's, like, asking questions. He's just really, like, he's probably sporting a, you know, bit a of a... Laurie erection. Uh, pretty much, But yeah. did you notice, like, the doc, like the new Loomis doctor does a half-ass Loomis speech of his own? Yeah. And it's bad. He tries to do a couple. It, but, but this was... He does a long one in the car ride with yeah. the cops and it's just like... Yeah, nah, I'm not having it. It's just so forced. Yeah. Like, and it's not your character until this point. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he does like this. I can't remember what it was. I was just like, that's not well, a It's loop. because he just turns out to be different, which we'll get into. Um, of course, Laurie's like, you know what I pray for every night? I prayed for him to escape. 
He's like, why would you do that? It's like, so that I can kill him. And he's like, well, that's a fucking dumb thing to pray for. Yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> we cut to Oscar, um, the friend of Cameron, is walking Allison home and she's venting about Cameron. I named him insignificant cannon fodder. That is fair. Um, <laughs> he tries know, to kiss her. He does. He's got some penis feelings for her. He tries Because now to he's kiss like, her. you're not with Cameron anymore, even though he's my best friend. I'm like, yeah, I get this. But this isn't super bad, the film, which is no. what it reminded me of. And I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I don't care about any of these scenes. Yeah, of, like, she friends. kind of like pushes him away and she's like, that doesn't mean I'm interested in you. Yeah, I'm you like, gross count. Like, that's fair. Like, I like that. Women standing up for themselves. Um, so she leaves him sit disheveled. They, but the thing is, is they took a shortcut. And the shortcut is to go through this person's yard with giant fucking pikes for fencing. And, of course, he, she leaves him. Sitting there, drunk in the middle. Um, yeah, he's all the these drunk. giant floodlights come on. Sensor lights, yeah, going on and off, and it gives uh, Michael Myers an opportunity to you know get closer with every sensor light turn on. It's a cool kill. This is a cool kill, and I like the, that he's so drunk that he just thinks it's the owner of the house, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm just down. I'm just out here. I just I don't know what to do. I'm just really horny. I don't know what I'm doing. Fuck." Anyway, he realizes. Michael swipes at him, stabs him. Kills he him goes, up. He goes running. He tries to climb the gate, which is also one of those giant like pike things. Um, he climbs up. His cape gets stuck. Of course, Michael stabs him. And you, hasn't he seen the Invincible? I um, no, Incredibles. Exactly. Capes get you fucked up. You don't up. wear capes. Of course, he gets impaled right through the chin. Do we see that in that point we or don't, we see it later? We do see it happen. I thought we just get stabbed and then later we find him hanging on the fence with his no, head on I'm the spike. No, I'm pretty spike. certain there's a scene where it goes anyway he's dead anyway, he's dead he's Allison dead it's, 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 i didn't actually find this kill like the actual kill that cool i was like yeah cool whatever i liked the i want, after I want some more jason like kills where yeah. we see heads lobbed something off a little and, bit more creative yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i've always had the problem with halloween it is just people getting stabbed up yeah uh laurie the mum, and the husband uh now it cuts to them at laurie's house they fucking lock and load mm-hmm. they go down to uh they've oh there's this great scene as well where like laurie's mum suddenly realises that Laurie's right. Yeah, Karen. Yeah. Karen, yeah, yeah. She's just like, oh. And it's, it's pretty satisfying. Like, the mum doesn't gloat or anything, but no. at the point when all the cops rock up and they're like, you got to fucking go to Laurie's house. Yeah, no, uh, so this would have been a great, I told you so, told you so, told you, told you, told you so. No, she doesn't. Serious time. No one can contact Alison and why? Because fucking Custard Cameron. Custard phone. <laughs> Karen chucked it in custard. Um, you know, so they, they're pretty much just like, let's, we're going to my house. She knows where to go. This is they. They leave a bunch of voicemails, and then a bunch of cops go out to the neighborhood to look for Allison, who is now screaming and running. And through. no one's around anymore. Have you noticed? No, it ev- must be real late. It's, it's locked like down. two in the morning. Oh, did they get locked down? Yeah. So everybody. I don't even think it is that late at She's night. She's not wearing a mask. No. No. Michael is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's safe. Um. So she's running through and she's banging on doors. Finally, someone answers the door. And, of course, the cops pick her up. She's there with the rest of the neighborhood and Dr. Sartain's there. And he's like, listen to the cops. Uh, he's a deranged killer on the loose. Uh, get inside. I'm lug in the story for everyone, <laughs> just in case you're not concentrating. That's right. And, yeah, the cop, and the cop, the doctor, New Loomis and Allison are driving along. And then the cop goes, there's fucking... Michael's just standing in the road. Yeah. He's just walking around. He's just having he's just, a wander. He's, he's doing his, his wander. And he's like, there he is. And then like the cop's like, yeah, motherfucker, you want to <laughs> fuck with me? And he runs Michael over. Well, he, he doesn't, doesn't run him over. He, he like, slams him into him and slams him away. 
He gets up, the cop gets out of the car, inspects Michael, goes, this is Michael. <laughs> Thank God. I just it's like, hit. oh, he has this mask on, it's fine. And then all of a sudden, Dr. Fake Loomis, what's his name? Sartain. Sartain comes out and he stabs up the cop because he he's all about wor- working out the psychological effects of Michael Myers. He's, he's basically, he's just turned into Harley Quinn. He, yeah, pretty much. Like he's gone, like, I don't want to say that he's gone insane, but like, I mean. No, he's obsessed he, with. He is. The, he's obsessed with Michael so much that he wants to feel what it's like to kill. Yeah. Um. He's, so, he's a Harley Quinn. He's like the Joker and Harley Quinn. He's Harley Quinn. So. He Harley Quinn's out. Um, he puts the fucking mask on. Yeah. He puts uh, the mask on. He drags Michael over to the, the car and he, because Allison can't get out of the car. It's yeah. the back of a cop car. He puts Michael he puts Myers in, in the back with her. In the back with her, drops the mask in his lap and he jumps in the front seat. And he puts the mask on here for like a couple of seconds just to test yeah. it out. But just yeah, to have like, a look. Like, mm, mm, smells like Shatner. And then he's <laughs> oh God, that would be like liquor and hookers, right? Yeah. Um, he's like, this is amazing scientific discovery. Um, and he's basically like, I want them to have a reunion. So his goal is to get Michael to Laurie, so they can. He wants to see this, like, what is going to happen. Yeah, I, I when don't know you his get... motivation, but yeah, That's, he literally states what his motivation is. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, is he a killer or is he just doing it for the research? Well, I think it's a little of both. He because when he kills um, Frank, he's like, so that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's true. So I, he mentions later on like, a line that makes this pretty obvious this scene was going to happen as well. Earlier on, he's like, I, I would love to know what it feels like to kill. Yeah. Being all from shit like that. And I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, Michael Myers wakes up. He has, none of the, he has none of this. He kicks the shit out of the car. He kicks the uh-huh. shit out of uh, the fake Loomis, snatches him up, gives um, Allison an opportunity to fuck off. Yep. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're on their way. So it, because uh, Sartain, he. Fucking monologues a lot the whole drive, and Allison's trying to like, oh, he spoke to me, he he said something to me. He's like, what? What did he say? He's an idiot. Like he's a doctor. He's got a doctorate, and this girl is just like tricking him. Yeah, just like he's, I know. Yeah, she's I like, thought- I'll tell you if you pull over, and he pulls over, and of course. He's like, was it the sister's name? Was it was it her name? What what was her name? What what? And of course, that's when Michael wakes up and, and kicks it's the shit out of the car. Literally just down the road from Laurie's house, so they're not too far away. Um, and of course, um, Michael gets out. Allison just takes the opportunity to fuck off into the woods. Yeah, he doesn't care. But this is great. This is like basically the only like live gore scene we see in the film, mm. not just an afterkill. We see Dr. fucking fake Loomis lying on the ground and Michael basically just fucking head stomps him oh. and we see his, like, his melon brain just explode all out. Oh, this um, looks good. He crushes it basically down to pace, but then later on we see him and he's not down to pace and yeah. I was like, oh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> like, this is really cool. This is like the head stomp out of... Out of Dead Man, yeah. Out of the fucking Jim Jamush. Which you, I've, I know I've seen Johnny this movie, Depp, but I cannot fucking crunch, remember. Crunch, watermelon, smashy motherfucker, uppy. Great, yeah. great. I want. That's what we want. I wanted ten more scenes like this. <laughs> Anyhow, Allison's fucked off. She's yeah. run away. She's running through the woods. Um, back at the house, Laurie. She's basically going from room to room. She's turning off all the lights. She's locking it down. Um, she yeah, that's finds, when they they lock and load. They that's get there. right. Karen's there. They have a moment. Allison running through the woods. Now we see Ray for some reason. He's just sitting. He's just kind of playing with a yo-yo. It's because he's got nothing to do. In watching the CT cameras, and he sees the cop car pull up. So we didn't mention that. No, no. no. First, first we 
before this all happens, we see, we get introduced to a couple of cops. They're mm-hmm. hanging out, and they see the other cop car. Yeah. They rock up, and they're like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. Uh, and that's all we see of that. So we just know that Michael is was left with some policemen, and then we suddenly see. The cop, the cop car is outside of Laurie's house, and I'm like, yep. mm, did Michael somehow learn how to drive from being like? I'm pretty certain he just pushed the car. Six, six years old. Yeah, no, he's just pushed the car. That's what he's done. Um, so Husband course, goes outside. Yeah, to he see grabs what the- a gun, goes outside. He's like, any word on Allison? There's no answer. He looks into the window, and we see a jack o' lantern. But of course, he opens the door. The light comes on. It's not a fucking jack o' lantern. It's a man o' lantern, and we see one of the cops has been bludgeoned with some something through his head. Um, and then the other one's decapitated head has kind of been cut up to look like a jack-o'-lantern. It's been hollowed out. His the eyes have been taken out. In. And yeah, and oh, the, ma- the mag light is up its neck, making it a thing. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. This looks fantastic. And what I love even more is the f- the necker figure that was released um, for this for Michael Myers comes with that little head. I oh, love really? That. Yeah. But uh, do you know what? I would have loved to have seen the cops, right? They rock up and look around, and I could have had one scene where you just see the cop looking, and you just see for a second, like Michael grab the back of his head and pull his skin off. Oh, like, yeah. And it's only like a second here, and then it cuts at the instant it happens. Like, yeah. they're the shit, like, I feel like this, the only thing this film was missing was just some of the, seeing some of the kills. A little bit more on screen. Yeah. I think they're really going to... I think that might... And I think, yeah, because it is a trilogy, maybe they're just warming up yeah. to, like, the next film. I think they are. Yeah, which I'm fine with, but, like, you don't want to go too... You want you still want it to be a good you roller. It is actually a good roller coaster. It's great. Uh, of course, Ray flips out. Michael kind of sneaks up behind him with a wind chime, strangles him to death, snaps his neck. Who really cares? That's that's a shame. I never cared. Wind course, chime. Um, Laurie... Dream catcher. <laughs> Killed by dream catcher. Laurie spies Michael through the front door, and she starts calling the carrier. You got to get downstairs. She's bolting up the door. Um, and then downstairs is the, I call it the bunker. The bunker. Get yep. in the bunker. Um, so Laurie is kind of like edged closer towards the door because if you've got a house that you've locked down, of course you'd have lovely stained glass like panels on your door. Um, where that's what I wrote. Yeah, and yep. like, wouldn't you get a door that you can't smash through? Yeah. So yeah, of course Michael just fucking does she have a shotgun? She's got a shotgun. She got a shotgun. Michael just smashes his hand through the door, and I'm like, great security, Laurie, you yep. fucking idiot. <laughs> Grabs Laurie, smashes her head up on the uh, the fucking door the for a door. while. Grabs her. She somehow gets her hand around, her gun around, and she blows off Michael's fingers mm-hmm. with the shotgun. I'm like, yep. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, kill, killer damage. I'm all about killer damage. That's right. So she 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 gets away. She gets away. She runs downstairs, turns on all of the flood floodlights, um, and then of course. She hides in the bunker, they, closes the bunker, and Michael makes his way into the house. Well, so Michael easily just. He reaches Smashes in. into the, this door and lifts up the giant iron thing, which is keeping the door closed. And I'm like, once again, Laurie, you really didn't <laughs> secure the house. For someone who spent 40 years, is it 40 years? 40 years, yeah. 40 years, you know, getting her house ready to stop Michael Myers, you really shouldn't have put a glass door on. Maybe she was doing it on a budget. She was Martha Stewarting it. I feel like glass doors would be more expensive than a solid door. I would say so, yeah. Because especially because it was like pretty like tempered glass and stuff. Um, but yeah, what I really love about the scene where Michael breaks into the house is because we don't see it happening. We hear it from down in the bunker. 
Well, now we see him though, like and lift, then, we see him we lift do. the fucking clonker out, and then of course we see him walk into the house, and then we get this really like heavy kind of like guitar riff kind of <laughs> like soundtrack. It's because Michael grabbed the guitar so off the cool. wall, yeah, and he just starts this. <laughs> And now Laurie's like, they're looking up. She takes a couple of shots from underneath that. He might know why she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She goes up. She's like, I'm going to go up there and fucking kill him. Yeah. Like, I got fucking guns and shit. And he's just like, you know, avoided being killed for 40 years. I'm sure I can do yeah. it. She's like, I'm going up. I'm going to finish it once and for all. And then she starts to search through the house. And um, the house is clearly just a fake house kind of thing because every room has nothing in it. And yeah. it's just like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. So but she basically walks in, looks around. She clear, has a button near the door. And the and that door and then she has a lot a big steel gate basically comes down on every mm-hmm. room so she's locking down the the house making it smaller and smaller so to find there's it there's less place then she goes into I don't know why she has this the scary mannequin room <laughs> yeah so the one <laughs> this fucking, is all at night by the way the one fucking room of the house that she has that is actually got stuff in it is the mannequin room <laughs> and of course she's she's made her way upstairs we see there's blood on the walls so he's clearly leading her upstairs um and she's, he's got she's half looking a hand. around she sees blood on the floor leading to the closet he's always in the closet a, aka 40 years ago she opens the closet door it's Ray. No, it's don't worry. It's just Ray. Don't it's worry. His, his it's just body. it's just Ray's corpse. And of course, she's looking funny around. If like his arm fell out and a yo-yo went down, <laughs> yeah, that would have been pure Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah. And now, uh, so Michael jumps out from behind the mannequin. He doesn't even jump out. I'm like, he was just there the he, whole time. It's kind of he just steps out and pushes one out of the way. And he's like, ha ha. I was here. It's me, Michael. <laughs> I, was I was here all along. All along. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, <laughs> Laurie and him have a tussle. Yep. Laurie gets stabbed by her own knife. Yeah, that's a shame. It's a no, nice knife. Lucky she's too. not Freddy Krueger, or no. that would have really wounded her. That's right. Um, Michael tosses her out the window. I'm like, open window? Yeah. I'm like, security? That's not safe. I'm like, that's you're trying to right. stop this killer, 40 years planning, just have an open window. <laughs> sure, why not? Anyhow, Laurie falls down, out, ooh, bang, lands on a balcony, bang, bang, rolls down onto the floor, poof. Done. She's on the ground. She does the old. Uh, she does the old Michael Myers trick here, I believe. Yes, because Allison comes running through the woods. She's freaked out because she's seen the, the mannequin but we th- shooting ground. Oh, yeah. And then she walks into the house. And the first thing she does, she calls for her mum. She calls for her grandmother. Michael turns, turns back. Laurie's gone. And you kind of just get this moment where he's like standing there looking. He's like, huh, so that's what that feels like. Like when Batman <laughs> does it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the typical like, you think they're dead. But now they've gone again. <laughs> um, anyhow, Michael uh, goes downstairs and he susses out that they're in the kitchen, but in the bunker. Yeah. So, so the kitchen bunker is like a cupboard in the middle that slides yeah. across. We so didn't... Karen like snuck up and grabbed Alice and got them all downstairs. So they're they're both secured downstairs. He walks in with his little fire poker and yeah, susses it out. He starts wrenching at this this cabinet and he's like pulling it up. He knows that there's something down there. And the mum is he's a dog with, with the mum's down with the daughter mm-hmm. uh, with Alice and she grabs her trauma gun. Which she does. It was like the gun which has her name on it, which we had a couple of flashbacks during uh, the thing of her in her like child training yep. with her gun. She grabs her like child gun, which she's so trying to avoid. Exactly. And I love this scene as this well. This is probably the best thing in the entire world. This is so good because she she picks up the gun. He's ripped it open. She's shaking and she's shit. She's shaking. She's hysterical. She's like, mom, like, help. Come help us. I can't do this. I, I, she's she, like, I'm sorry. She's like, so she's looking... She's pointing the gun. Yeah. She's shaking and shit. Uh, like, you know, Michael finally pulls 
off the top of the bunker because he's right in her fucking sight. She's shaking. She's like, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, he's not in her sight. No, he's not. Because then he, he steps out. He, so she, he hears her say that she can't do it. The moment she says, I can't do it, he steps out because he's like, oh, I'm not going to shoot me. And then instantly the, the whole scene changes. Yep. Like the music goes yep. down. She just stops shaking completely and just goes, gotcha. Yeah. And I Fucking was like, oh, that's so him. good. Shoots him like, Judy Greer, you beautiful so her bitch. whole life had led up to that point of her mm-hmm. training, to even the point with the train where she shows weakness, so they let yeah. their guard down. And then, and I was just like, that's how it was filmed. Just the sounds. I was like, that's the best. Yeah. I like, fucking, oh my God. So good. Yes. Um, and so then Laurie, she sort of jumps out from the shadows. Um, she stands I'm Laurie. in. <laughs> she hits him in the face with a frying pan. They start to tussle. They're trying to get him. Down the stairs. Um, she grabs the biggest knife in history. Yep. And goes, happy Halloween, Michael. <laughs> and stabs him up a bit more. Stabs him. He goes rolling down the stairs. Of course, he's down for a minute, letting the two girls run upstairs. Of so course, now he does Michael his- is in the bunker. That's right. The, the three women are up, out the bunker. He does his awesome sit straight up, which... If you've got a bad back, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, like they're not, yeah. There's a sit right coming up like a deadite possessed. Pretty much, he grabs Karen's uh, leg. She's not quite up. Oh, the top she's yet. not quite out. Yeah. Um, Allison picks up a butcher knife. She starts stabbing him. I think Laurie gets the drop on him, kicks him in the face. Why not? And then now and that they- he's down there, they pull a lever. Yeah, Laurie Holy pulls shit. this big lever, which is like a motherfucking lever that we haven't seen to this point. Mm. And suddenly across the bunker, out come these metal spikes at such a rapid rate. They come through the wood and mm. smash into a thing, cr- creating a, a complete, like, Michael can't get out. And then we get, like, the mum. Is it the mum? Karen, yeah. She's like, it's it's this whole life, it's not a cage. It's, it's a, a trap. trap. And that's the point when I was like, ah. Oh, Fuck, I'm an idiot. The whole point of the house was that he could get in. Yeah. That it looks like they're trying to... That's why the doors were easily to get into. She knew that there was no way of stopping him from getting in. Yeah. So she creates a thing to... You just make it a little bit harder. You make it seem like Otherwise, he wouldn't tried. go down. He wouldn't take the bait. No. And, like, you make it seem like it's a bunker to hide in, but it's actually a trap to trap him in. And she mm-hmm. has her whole house now set up with fucking gas pipes. Yeah. Where she turns on, like, they're all... So it all like, starts warming up these fuses as well and just basically turns the whole house into one giant fucking flamethrower. Yeah, or basically a flame trap. <laughs> so, and then... Um, so she walks over, she... she Grabs a flare, lights the flare. She picks it up. She looks at he's and I like this this as well because you see her looking over him and you can just see him standing at the bottom of the stairs, just looking, just staring. Yeah, he's like staring oh, up like, at her. It's like I'm I'm fucked, but I'm pretty sure I'm still gonna get. Yeah, you. it's like I'll get it. It's exactly. Like, oh, there is no out. way as well. This room is so gassed up and flamed up that there's yeah. no way he can't get burned. No, right? and this is saying. this room is like a prepper's dream as well. So it's a, it's a shame to see it go. Um, but she throws the the flare down at his feet, and the whole house goes up. And of course, it leads through all the gas pipes for the whole house, and everything gets lit up. Yep. Everything gets. It doesn't lit up. explode. It just it no, just burns because if it explodes, he can get out. Yeah. So it's just burning, yeah. <laughs> burning, burning. And now the whole house, we get a nice shot of the whole house on fire. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Lord, um, they run out of the house. Like, yay, we did it. He's all 
crispy. <laughs> He's done. It's fine. And they um they flag down a yeah. This is a bit I thought truck. was a bit weird. It was just like all of a sudden there's just a dude driving past. The house is on fire. He doesn't. No, they don't stop. They don't help. Yeah, but so- I'm I'm guessing you know if there's a flaming house, you're in a truck, you're going somewhere. There are three women who are clearly right, bloody bruised. Like yeah. you would probably go. Well, is there anyone in the house? No. Fuck the house. Let's get you to a hospital. Yeah. Anyway, there's a shot of them in the back of the uh, the Ute, the the pickup that they've been they're hitchhiking. Um. Yeah. They're all kind of just frazzled. There's a shot, and then we see you know Allison's still holding the knife with blood on it, which is. Michael's blood, mm-hmm. bang, yep. hard hit, end to credits. Done. Which makes it feel like, yeah, this is really not the end. No. Like, which is nice because, like, when this film came out, was it announced there were more? Yes. Yeah, they okay. basically set up that there would be the three, Halloween, Halloween kills, and then Halloween ends. Is it called a Halloween ends or was that just my hit prediction? Hello- yeah, no, the third one is Halloween ends. Is it Halloween end? No, ends. Because it's Halloween ends, okay. Yeah. Yep. No, right, right. I am. Yeah. Um, I love those names. Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween. Because it's going to be like, there's going to be, the second film is just going to be a murder ma- mess because yeah. they can't stop him. No. What no. What can and- they do? How can they make it? I suppose if it just starts the point where the, the third film starts where the other one is, they can just stop. They can just Lord of the Rings it, you know, the middle yeah, film well, where I'm, it just. That's just- right. Well, I'm very curious as to how the third one's going to go because it seems to me like the second one, um, basically, it just leads straight into the next one and the whole town seems to be rallying to go for him because that's where we get old characters like Tommy Wallace, the, the kid that she was babysitting. So the two kids that she was babysitting in the original. All these characters are coming back, not necessarily played by the same actors, which just pissed some people off. But that's... maybe they're just not good at acting now. They are with child. I don't know. I don't um, know. Anyhow, um, the, uh, my first question, my final thoughts: Does Michael care that it's Halloween or not? I don't like, think does so. he care that it's Halloween? Does well, he know that it's Halloween? And does he have any? tie to Halloween. Well, it's very... Well, I mean, he obviously killed his sister on Halloween, so that's kind of like that generated this this whole this thing. This persona, yeah. But also the same can be said about, you know, Jason with Friday the 13th. Does he have to kill on Friday the 13th? But does, does he, he ever know? kill on Friday the 13th? Does it ever come up that well, it's Friday it, it the 13th? Well, it always leads up to that day, but it's just like... it's. But this is just really convenient. Did he die on Friday the 13th? Was that the whole point? Probably. And there's like there's a couple of Friday the Thirteenth within the year. Yeah, there are. So how many times a year does he come back? And what if there's no one at the camp? Yeah. What if oh, there's fuck. no one about? It's like oh, oh well, fuck, there's no one here. That's, that's a shame. Um, this is a great start to a series. Yeah. You got to admit, like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like, a- as a horror fan, like, I was like, I don't know how to respond. Oh bloody Siri. Yeah, well Siri doesn't know how to respond to that either. Um, yeah, it's just like this. I watched, you watch 45 minutes of this film or three quarters of this film going, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good version of mm. Halloween. And then the end really solidifies it as being the best Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like that whole like long game she's playing, that whole thing of like you just thought she was like trying to keep Michael out and it's not that. Yep. I mean, it sounds easy for us to say it now, but like when you're watching it, it's, it's not obvious. No. And when it happens, you're just like, Oh, God, the mm-hmm. bit where the mum shoots is so good. Oh, my God, I love that scene. And I love Judy Greer. Like, I'm a huge fan of her and what she does. Um, but, yeah, like, this, like like I say, I love this film. Like, I watch this this film probably more throughout the year. It, it It's a go-to film for when I'm just doing something and need something on. 
because it's just it's fun you know you can stop and you can grab your attention but it sets up this whole family dynamic as well so it sets up that there has literally been you know she's experienced 40 years of trauma which means that the daughter has probably experienced 35 years of trauma and then the daughter the granddaughter has has one afternoon of trauma yeah realistically (laughs) she's just spent 18 years of listening to everybody's trauma what happened to cameron we Did don't he just know. look up with the tiger girl and go home and uh, he has his own cool kind of romance flick? Yeah, probably. A rom-com? But we'll probably find out. We will definitely find out in the next film because he is in the trailer. So we know oh, he that is? he is back. Oh, okay. Young Julian comes back as well. I'd like to see some more sass from this little kid. Oh, um, really? He's yeah. going to be the one who takes on the mantle. Um, yeah. oh, there's yeah. a lot of really cool homages to the original film, which I love as well. I love a film that pays homage. Um, In a way that's not obvious as well. Yeah. So if you haven't, like, if, if you don't love the series, you're not going to go, oh, that's a direct shot from the love film that yeah. they're homaging. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not ham fistedly put in. It's just like, it's not like, uh, and was there, there were some Halloween three masks in there? There were. There were the a Halloween couple scene. of scenes where the kids were running around trick or treating and they've, the three of them have got the little Halloween yeah, masks. Yeah, always good cool. to throw them in there. And that full nod to like, um, um, what the the yeah to Halloween three like yep. just that yeah it's maybe not part of the series but people still fucking love it. Uh-huh. Imagine they get Tom Atkins in the, in one of them. Oh, please, as like put, he's a pretty good chief inspector. Yeah, put him he in, can, just be, he put can him now be the chief of police. He's old enough to yeah. yell and well, he's now fist like, the table. I feel he's kind of like retired chief of police now. Kind of he come back for one more case. Yeah, the I'm, case that got away. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But this is exactly how you reboot a franchise. Like yeah. we've we've seen so many horror reboots I can't and think reimaginings. Of a one. This is the probably the best. The Freddy's the worst one. With <laughs> making a pedo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's some, take a fun character and make him like not fun. <laughs> Um, but a couple of really cool fun facts. So um, after failing to develop a new Halloween film in the Dimension, so Dimension had the rights to Halloween because mm-hmm. obviously Rob Zombie made his Halloween movies. Um, the film lost production rights for a sequel and then they reverted back to Miramax. So when they joined <laughs> so with Blumhouse, they did the this. The Rob Zombie blew it, got them taken away. Look, if you're not going to play good, Rob, you don't get to play at all. We're putting <laughs> Halloween in the cupboard and the other kids can have it. I didn't hate his first one. I haven't watched. I didn't watch him. That's fair. I, I figured it would just be the House of a Thousand Corpses with a Michael Myers mask in it. Kind of. Yeah. Second one's really bad, but he also said, like, well, either I can come in and do a shitty job or someone else can come in and do a shitty job, but I might as well get paid. Um, so Halloween 2018 was the biggest horror movie opening with a female lead. Biggest movie opening There's with a... like three female leads. Yes. Um, biggest op- movie opening with a female lead over 55 and a biggest opening for any of the Halloween films. So the, it was also the, the second biggest horror movie opening ever after the remake of It. I wonder why, because like the Rob Zombie one really went under the radar, didn't it? Yeah. No one cared. It's... Why did people care about this one so much? Because they got... It, it just it didn't good hype? Well, because they brought Laurie back. Because it wasn't yeah, like, just... She was in Halloween H2O and dang. They got her in that one, but they got her in Halloween Resurrection, <laughs> um, which we will probably have to watch at some point just because it's so bad. Um, but this was their way of saying nothing else exists. We want to do this film. They had such a vision for it. It's a textbook it, reboot. And they needed her. Yeah. Yeah. So with this film, 
there are now five distinct Halloween timelines. What the fuck is this, Zelda? <laughs> so we've got Halloween from 1978, Halloween 2, 1981, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, 1988, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, 1989, and Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, 1995. So that's the first timeline. That's the first timeline. Second timeline, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, That's my boy. I love that one. Which is That's completely separate. Done. Then we have Halloween 1978, Halloween 2, 1981, Halloween H20, 20 years later, 1998, and Halloween Resurrection, 2002. We and then- Halloween, Halloween H20 really implies that he is a supernatural being. Yeah. Because they chop his head off and he still comes back. Well, no, they explained that that wasn't him. Oh, okay. It was a paramedic that he shoved the mask on and fucked off somewhere uh we also then get halloween 2007 and halloween 2 in 2009 which is the series rob zombie series reboot and then of course we have halloween 1978 halloween 2018 uh, to be followed by halloween kills 2021 and halloween ends in 2022 that's my favorite timeline i would say a- apart from no my favorite timeline is just halloween season of the witch <laughs> Well, I've got to say, like, I recently went back and watched Halloween 4 and 5 and 6, and they don't hold up. And I like Danielle Harris. She plays Jamie Lloyd, which is Laurie's niece or something. I can't remember. Um, she was disappointed that she wasn't asked to come back for any of these films either. But, Danielle Harris, you're your own lovely woman. What you did you give it? Um, I gave this a straight out A. Everybody should watch. It's awesome. I gave it a straight out A as well, but I just did a, a tweak on it. I did every. Awesome! Everyone should watch if you love slashes. Yeah. Because if you're not, if you if you're a person who only likes zombie films or monster films, hmm. no. Do you know what? No, it's just an A. Everyone should watch. But yeah. it's the, probably the best of the slashes I've seen in a long time. That's fair. Slashes. Exactly. So for next week's homework, Dan, mm. I've chosen a bit of a bit of a rando film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna love it or hate it, and I think my money's more on hate it. We're going to watch a film called Black Roses from 1988. This is a heavy metal horror film. Well, it's, it's okay. I don't like roses, though. They're a bit ch- flowers. Nah. <laughs> I just don't know of it. I've got nothing to go on. I'm not going to go into any detail. I want you to go into this blind. Done. Um, yeah, so. It's not next week. It's the week after. The week after. I apologize because we have Splatter Chatter. Splatter Chatter coming up um, the next week. Yeah. That's exciting. So the week after. And get ready for it. We are going to be talking about our favourite Cronenberg films. We've decided to have some topics in there. As I said, this is an ever-changing show. We, we we are malleable. Yeah. We are like Play-Doh in the sun. Yeah. We're we're (laughs) trying to like, you know, mould something. So that it's just just right. And like I said, if you've got uh, if you've got ideas or whatever, um, come up, go over to our uh, oh, yeah. our socials and stuff like that. We recent we have a t shirt now. Mm. You can pick up a t shirt from Greenlight Comics for thirty five dollars. They are selling fast, which they, I was they like, really mm. are. Oh, and you can also like if you live interstate. Sorry guys, we won't post overseas just yet. It's too fucking expensive. Um, yeah, shoot us through an email and we can organize PayPal. We can have one shipped out to you. Yeah, we've had that done. A couple of people have been doing that. Mm. Uh, we have stickers coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we can do with them. They're cool. We'll do something. It'll yeah. be great. And yeah, so it's all cruising along in the old television merch department. So yeah. if you do want any of our merch, just contact us through all the means. We also have a website. Is it up? No, it's not up yet. Oh, we're going to have a website one we day. We will. And then when I have time, I can maintain it. 
Mm. It'll be great. So anyway, thank you guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review. Make sure you share with all your friends. You can interact with us on both both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, and it'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are definitely three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com, if you want to get in contact with us that way. And until next week, or whenever, may all your dreams be reality. A nightmare. <laughs>